0: This is a Mortarbox Media podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit MortarboxMedia.com.
1: Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but... You probably should. As always, let's get to some business before we get to the actual podcast itself. Um, some big notes to get to. Actually, you know what? Before I get to that, let's just talk about one way to support us. Hit us up, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, Robbie's leading the Facebook uh, charge here, <laughs> and, uh, and things are good there. It's a great way to just hit us up, interact with us. We've been really encouraged and really just like felt good about the way that um some of our supporters have just interacted with us whether it be through video uh through uh just hitting us up on a comment on facebook even just liking us on facebook or instagram is awesome uh so that's one way to support us uh and that's all the business i'll give you today oh also just patreon.com slash chill filtered another great way to support us as, as good few people have already so um that's the business. Here's the podcast, Robbie. How is things going in this troubled time?
0: <laughs> oh, man, things are always better when we're hanging out, man. I think uh you know that's it's that's a given it's uh you know. Yeah, hit us Mm -hmm. up on Facebook. I'm not the best with it. I really even check my own. But you know what? If you're on there, I know Miles Ferguson is and a couple other people every once in a while. So I try to do that because I feel like otherwise I'm a letdown. But other than that, it's a little tricky. Instagram is the best way to get a hold of us. And I feel like.
1: Yeah, for sure. um,
0: That's been fun this week. I think, you know, it's been interesting. Everything is just kind of topsy turvy right now. Um, Yes. What movie is that from? Topsy Turvy. I don't
1: know. No, nothing clicking in my line. Oh, it's mind.
0: from something, it's from like Disney or something like that. Oh, for anyway, sure. something is, t- everything is kind of, kind of out there lately, but I think one of the things I've really enjoyed is, so I teach in uh, my school district um, last weekend. So the Monday last week's uh, St. Patrick's episode came out. We did tell the or do came out. I was on, I've been on break. So I'm on break from now until for two weeks. So, um, but it's been kind of fun. Like during the day, I put the kids down. Like we did a we did a little drinking lunch. You know, had a couple people tune into that, and then uh, we yeah, did a, what was it? Um, Tuesday night, we you know had a drink together, and so we'll do a little bit more Instagram Live kind of things. Would love to you know get you guys having a drink with us, talking with us. I think that's been one of the fun things this week. You know. Is uh, just having a little bit more of a community. I know people have been sending us some videos and and just talking about what they're drinking and things like that. And I don't know, it's just that's that's the beauty of loving whiskey is the community. So hey, if you uh, if you want to hit us up, we would love to hear from you. You know, we're super oh, responsive, sure. and it uh, it makes my day. It's always fun waking up and seeing a couple messages from folks and knowing people are reaching out. So um yeah I agree so this has kind of been my highlight it's been an interesting week it's just kind of been hanging out at the house and you know making sure my my mom had a foot surgery a couple weeks ago she's been kind of down for the count so I've been trying to make sure she's got stuff just in case you know she needs to stay at the house for a while and hanging out with the girls at the house right now Amara is like chilling on the couch playing her switch cuddling up to Opie and uh I'm like, you better keep your mouth shut, Amara. She's looking at me right now. Like, oh, you don't make a single sound. This mic's sensitive apparently. Yeah, not sensitive enough for nice. my, my low talking voice, but um yeah, so yeah, it's good. Lots of family time and yeah, I've been hanging out. How's your week been? Cool?
1: Um, this has been one of the craziest honestly, uh, like, I thought about you know, I knew I was gonna be asked this question for some reason. Um, <laughs> for some reason really being the hard fact that you do it
0: me. on a podcast every week for the last two, what? two years every almost. Time? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for almost two years. Yeah, um, yeah. So, listeners who have been listening for the past who knows how long, uh, I could I could say this out loud, and you'll think in your head uh, the exact answer. So, what have I been doing for the past? year basically avoiding like street studying fights. for your actuarial exam wait what's that i said avoiding street fights but yeah 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 that's <laughs> for sure especially two weeks the last two weeks um and my on so we're recording today on a thursday um i was supposed to take my exam today yeah, and it got canceled on tuesday when i had studied 200 and seventy six hours for this exam you
0: are an actual actuarial you did the math on that two hundred and seventy six yeah well i
1: had the uh i track it on an app um so two hundred and seventy six hours and two days before the exam they say we're canceling the exam and they won't even give a follow-up like a postponement date or anything it very well might be that i have to take it in july uh, which is another four months and i can't just stop studying and say i know it all i have to keep it up it's that kind of exam where i can't just lose like if i don't study for a week i will be so far behind so i just got to keep it up and it sucks so much yeah um so that's that was my news on tuesday and um so and then yeah with all this coronavirus stuff it's just like everything's up in the air like you know Robbie and I were talking right before this uh, podcast episode and uh, we were talking about you know am I even going to be able to make it out to Boise which I had been planning for months for sure Well, there's no question I think you'll be able to
0: make it the question is will you be able to make it back
1: exactly (laughs) so in my mind I'm like you know like because like part of me is just and I told Robbie this but part of me is just I need a break right yeah. now. Like I need, and it's not even just from coronavirus stuff. It's like, I need a break from studying. Mm-hmm. And even though I will continue to study, I just need a break, you know? And, um, and so I, you know, we're Robbie and I, we talked about it a little before and it's still, you know, I'm basically going to make the decision tonight, whether I'm going to go and hopefully make my way back as soon as I can. Um, and if there's any domestic flight issues coming back, but, um, I would hate to be there for weeks, but, um, yeah, in a way I'm like, I still need to get away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm not one to cry. I'm not one to, um, get really sad anymore. Uh, I used to, uh, but for some reason I just don't, but I would really be like bummed. Yeah. If every one of my plans just got shot down once, it w- or, you know, and even if I make the decision to not go to Boise, that's cool, you know, but like, there's something in the back of my mind that's like, I just want something to go right. Well, here's, um, uh,
0: here's the thing. So you'll be off, right? I mm-hmm. mean, technically you'll be off. You'll be off the clock. Correct? Yeah. So we can do drinking lunches. We can do a couple extra podcasts. Uh well, we'll have fun, Cole. We'll
1: have digital fun. it
0: would be wonderful. Digital fun. Digital fun.
1: No, but if I didn't go, I would go back to work. That's the uh, thing. Oh, would you? Oh, no,
0: you, oh, don't, yeah. Just take a
1: Because they're very flexible. Just take a couple of days.
0: Get a biopuzzle. A I don't buy know. A puzzle. I, hate,
1: I hate taking days off at home.
0: But you just said you need a break. Yeah, but that's not a break. It can be. Uh,
1: I have so much trouble <laughs> sitting still at home.
0: That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Man. I think that is. Yeah. Yeah. You need it. So. I was going to say you need a hobby, but I'm like, you have too many hobbies.
1: Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, I need a new hobby, but I can't go out. So, so. you know,
0: it's been kind of fun. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We have a fairly extensive record collection and a lot of records. It's yeah. Like, so, we started listening like records, hipstery, oh gosh, probably like, I mean, eight years ago, nine years ago, right before it was like For getting sure. kind of cool kind of a thing. But so I don't know if history, anybody, yeah, because that's the hipster me saying it was before it was cool. Um, but uh, like, so the point, I don't know, like, people just kept saying, like, Oh, you listen to records? I have a ton of old records. So we got like when we started listening to records a lot, people would just give us records. So I don't even know half nice. the things we have. So it's been kind of fun. We put on a couple of records a day, and the girls like listen to it. So that's something you can do, you know, throw some throw some music on you haven't listened to in a while and or ever and uh, just enjoy it. You could macrame Cole you ever get into macrame what's that I'm not sure my sister does it and it's <laughs> what is what is it when you make pinatas when you put the
1: what is oh uh, paper mache paper
0: mache I was thinking paper mache I said macrame I think macrame is like making linen decorations of some sort that you hang on a wall I don't know
1: anyway. that's cool Oh, you sound so... Wait, so so is your sister into papier-mâché or macrame? She's into
0: macrame. (laughs) No. Okay, cool. She's
1: probably into papier-mâché. My sister is... She
0: gets big into papier-mâché. She's... My sister's just a talented person. She's like you, where Uh she will master something. Like, she's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to master it, you know? And that's how my sister is. I'm not like that at all. I'm like, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to try that. And I'm pretty good at a little bit of everything, but not really good at
1: anything. So... Um, yeah, yeah. You sound so down, Cole. I am, but it's not that bad. I mean, it's bad, but I'm not. It's not that bad. Yeah. But here's the thing. So this might be one of the saddest. You save this might be worse than the cured oak episode where me and Adam was our it was our last episode together, mm-hmm. like in the same room. So there was like this cloud, just yeah, this cloud the whole time. Yeah, even though it was great bourbon. Yeah, one of your favorites. Yeah cool Uh uh-huh knock
0: knock who's there panther cancer no not cancer man you are down (laughs) (laughs) panther 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 who panther no panther i'm going swimming (laughs) all right cool what do you say we take a break and then get into some history here i'm down
1: with that let's take a break here we go
0: Hey folks, it's a weird week, and you know what you could be doing? Making some new friends. And I'll tell you what, some of the best friends you can make are the girls from Women AF. Girls, I meant women. Women, women. They're great, good friends. And you can listen to them this week. You got a little more downtime, you're hanging around at your house, nothing else is going on give them a shot. I guarantee you'll like it. I, uh, I definitely love it. I'm not a gal myself, but I get really into some of the topics they talk about. And you know what? You're probably having to watch your kids a little bit extra and these girls know their parenting. So if you get a chance, go ahead and check out Woman AF. I guarantee you'll like it from Mortarbox Media Podcasts.
1: Right back, chill filtered. All right, so today, oh, before I even get into um, the history, I did want to give a few shout outs today. Um, one of those shout outs is Miles Ferguson. Uh, he is uh, posting or has posted or will post uh, some pictures on Facebook of the nice haul he got for being one of our high level Patreon supporters. That was just, he was like, I'm just going to put this on Facebook. So uh, I was stoked about that. Uh, another shout out to Ben Klepsig from Madison, Wisconsin, uh, at Madtown Marketer. He's sending us some goodies via Courier pretty soon. And for that, we are super grateful. Uh, wanted to give another shout out to Joel Bradbury, who's got a new Instagram username. And that is at Joel N-M, uh, as in J O E L N E M. Oh nine, I imagine it's NM, like like Joel and Emily or something like that. I might be totally wrong, Joel. I'm so sorry. Uh, he sent us a great video uh, just about what he was drinking, and we are so great or so um, into that. Love interacting with our listeners in that way. So thanks, Joel. Yeah. And a random shout out to our listener Carl Joseph who follows along. Thanks for listening, Carl. Tell all your friends. All right. So today we are drinking. Uh, we we haven't even discussed what we're drinking we today yet. This is the no. first mention. So we are drinking Isaac Bowman port barrel finished bourbon. Sherry now. butts drive me nuts. Port butts drive me nuts. <laughs> so um, Just butts yeah. so, drive me nuts. Do you know the difference between a port and a sherry?
0: No, I don't. I
1: just... Oh, you don't? Okay, so a sherry is a fortified wine. Oh. Um, and that's all I got. yeah there are there's some deeper things but a port to my recollection is not fortified meaning like i think they like continually like um i think the fortified process is like they like add a little bit to it and let it like i don't know like stew in a way i might be totally wrong someone correct us later i'm totally down for that i'm a whiskey guy but i should know a little bit more about sherry for sure um but Oh crap! I'm worried now. Is is what I was thinking a fortified (laughs) wine? Am I thinking of um, vermouth? Crap! Well, either way, someone's gonna correct me, and I'm very down for that. Just please correct us. Hit us up. Um, But anyway, uh, port is very much a sweet wine. Like uh, I think it's like in a way like um, I don't. I wouldn't say it's like a fortified wine because they really sweeten it up, uh, through either aging or they do age it, but I mean, in barrels, of course, like we're drinking from the finished product of anyway. All right. We're going to the (laughs) distillery here, the land of Fredericksburg, Virginia, a Smith Bowman distillery. And, and finally we're doing kind of a not so micro distillery. They consider themselves a micro distillery, but they actually got a cool story Uh, And from the land of some of my people, Fredericksburg, Virginia. (laughs) Um, Prohibition ended on December 5th, 1933. And all accounts I read of this specific distillery said it was founded the day after Prohibition ended. But it also said it was founded the day after Prohibition ended in 1934. But I couldn't figure out where the discrepancy was because... But one was saying 1933 was when Prohibition ended, December 5th. But the day later would be December 6th, 1933. But it was saying 1934. Anyway, that was kind of weird. And I looked into, <laughs> like, was there, like, a lame duck period or, like, something like that where, um, you know, it didn't go into effect until 1934. And nothing led me to believe that. So get your stuff together, everyone. When did this distillery start up? But apparently it started up around 1934. Um, Anyway, up until the 1950s, it was the only legitimate distillery in Virginia, and it originally started in a town called Reston, uh, which is in northern Virginia, like a little bit north of Fredericksburg, and that has happened since 1988. They moved to Fredericksburg, Um, started by a guy named Abram Smith Bowman and his two sons, Abram Jr. and DeLong, like Tom DeLong. Oh. Is the only thought that went through my mind. <laughs> Where are you? And I'm so sorry. That's what I think of Tom DeLong.
0: Well, you know, you went Tom DeLong. I wish you would have gone Tom DeShort on that impression, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and not saying so long, so DeLong. Um. All right. In 2003, they got bought out by a great company called the Sazerac Company. Uh, which you might know uh, from, uh, they own Barton 1792 Distillery, they own Buffalo Trace, and a few other brands, especially. Um, but they don't make their own whiskey. Oh, interesting! Really? Yeah. Wow. But they are not a non-distilling producer. Huh? Interesting. Yes, this is a very uh, special case. Uh, get this, they're... They get their dis- distillate from Buffalo Trace, and it's already been twice distilled, which is your normal your your normal juice. Your normal <laughs> juice is you know you're already going to get it twice distilled, but then they give it another round of distillation through a copper pot still. Um, I gotta stop you. But real quick, it is. Uh huh. Do
0: you ever watch Workaholics?
1: No, but it looks good.
0: It's 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 kind of like uh it's always sunny, but uh huh they always say something similar to the way you just said something so i'll just leave it at
1: that. like get this they say it like that oh <laughs> that's funny yeah anyway i thought, um, I
0: thought maybe that's what you're going after but no yeah not this time they're crude and stupid it was just straight up out anybody. of my lips yeah anyway continue
1: i will but it is said that they take not only Mashbill number one, but Mashbill number two from Buffalo Trace, and then they would, you know, work with what they got there. Make uh, a both of those are three? high rye recipe bourbons. Oh, there is no number three.
0: But if they take a one and a two, do they just make the Ooh. three?
1: Well, I I couldn't figure out if they took those and blended them together. I doubt they would. Hmm. Um. But they might have. But yeah, the Mashville number one is a high rye recipe, and then a Mashville number two is even more high rye recipe. So, um, so that's kind of what they're working with is a high rye recipe bourbon. Um, You ever heard of Virginia Gentleman? No. Okay, yeah, it's like a brand they do. It's a fourteen dollar bourbon for a seven fifty. So it's nothing special, Uh, but they also have a lineup of some really high quality stuff. Uh, For example, Bowman Brothers Small Batch. Mm -hmm. They have uh, John J. Bowman Single Barrel. They have the Abraham Bowman Collection. Now, these are special releases, like really good stuff. They're all good, and they all have a cult following to to each bottle. Uh, Here are some, and not all of them, but here are just a few. Uh, They have their Gingerbread Cocoa Finished Bourbon. Uh, they have their sweet sixteen bourbon, a sixteen year old bourbon that they put out, which I actually traded. Uh, I got two bottles of that, and I traded one for a cured oak. So that nice. if that doesn't say something about the collectible and yeah. and cult following quality of that these bottles, I don't know what does. Um. So they also have a one hundred and forty six point one proof bourbon that they put out last year. I was really trying to wow. get my hands on one of those. Um, they have a coffee finished bourbon, a cider finished bourbon, but basically these are all amazing releases and people work really hard to collect these. Um, and they're released, uh, they just released their, or in 2016, they released their Abraham Bowman port barrel finished bourbon, uh, which won whiskey magazines world's best bourbon, which is a huge deal. Whiskey magazines, like one of the top things you can i actually consider whiskey magazine more legitimate than the san francisco world spirits competition as we've talked about in past episodes where everyone gets a gold medal yeah um so but this one we're drinking today is not the same uh, according to Sazerac and their press releases it is modeled after the 2016 abraham bowman release and like i said we're drinking the isaac bowman port barrel finished bourbon it is forty six or forty six percent ninety two proof. It has no age statement, but it's assumed to be around four to six years old. Uh, the port barrels used to finish the aging process are from Virginia wineries, and I've had this before actually at the bar I used to work at, and I was actually really impressed. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. Um, okay. The total wine price is forty five dollars. So let's, let's pop this open. Oh, huge shout out, huge shout out to Kayla Bolson for Mm -hmm. providing said sample that we are drinking today. So thank you, Kayla. We very much appreciate you. Happy birthday to your daughter this week. Yeah. That was awesome. Happy birthday to Billy Corgan as well.
0: Yeah. Billy turned older. 53. 53. I knew you. Why wouldn't you know that? Yeah. No, but Caleb, seriously, thank you so much for just your support. It's fun uh, even just uh, seeing your messages and kind of getting to link up with you a little bit on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. So thank you so much. Oh, for sure. And and if you haven't checked out Caleb yet, the Bourbon Badger, like if if you like us, you're going to like his page, like good stuff all around. So
1: definitely go check him out. 100% agree. 100%. All right. I got, ooh, have you smelled it yet? Hello. Ooh, I have. Yes, it's good. There's some I I have it like I haven't even don't even have it in my hand. I just poured it and put it on the um yeah. the little table I use and I'm just getting this great smell. Oh man, I'm like getting like raspberries almost. Okay. Like really like candy raspberries.
0: Ooh, okay. Now I was I like I was thinking a little bit more like a honey kind of a raisin, like a golden raisin almost. Like mm-hmm. you get uh Trader Joe's has those big plump raisin grab bag things like the the golden ones are that's what i'm getting but i can see raspberry for sure but it is no i like that it is strong it is there it is good yeah it is good you getting any
1: honey or anything no it's like very that?
0: sweet what's that are you, are you getting any like honey or like what, like what kind of sweetness are you picking up
1: yeah i'm getting some honey for sure yeah that's a very very solid note mm-hmm. um when I just put my nose to this and just was like, what does honey smell like? And sniffed it. I'm like, that's what honey smells like. Yeah. But yeah, I'm getting like straight up like sugared raspberries and honey.
0: Yeah. Definitely. A, Man, that's good. A delicious nose on it for sure. Right, I'm going to for a drink mm. here. Have you gone in for i for
1: it. Uh, no, but I'll talk about the color because it does have a special color to it. It's uh, an amber that is leaning towards an orangey red over like a uh, honey amber. Uh, this is definitely a little darker, which makes sense. Port barrels are pretty dark wine. Our port is pretty dark. Um, and uh, Oh, speaking of port and Billy Corgan, uh, fun factoid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Billy Corgan has what's called port wine stains, which is a type of birthmark, um, like Mikhail Gorbachev. You wouldn't, yeah, pretty much. But his are like light pink. Yeah, and you'll see him on his hands if he ever if he ever plays. You'll see these, uh, or on his arms, you'll see like uh, discoloration in his pigment. <laughs> hey Billy now you know
0: Billy come uh come share some whiskey with us show us your birthmarks we'd love to have you on the show and
1: we'll share some port finished bourbon with you mm-hmm. yeah that you can hold in your port wine stained hands <laughs> <laughs> all right we love you Billy come join us
0: <laughs> oh man so, oh, geez. so anyway all went, right i'm going for a sip
1: i went for my sip it, it
0: my first i had to take two there because you were going on and on about billy corgan's <laughs> dermat dermatitis dermatology i don't know dermis dermis mm. epidermis um but definitely it's it's a a nice balance between um bold but also kind of crisp to it it's not like the sweetness doesn't overwhelm your palate kind of a thing um the first the first sip I had was I had a little bit of a bitter aftertaste, but the second one, um, still going on no bitterness at all. So I don't know if it was just kind of cleansing my palate a little bit with it or not, but super crisp, but not overwhelmingly sweet, but still sweet. It's really good. What are you
1: getting, Cole? So I was thinking about last week's episode a little bit. And we talked about Tully Dew being um, really good flavor, really good complexity to the (laughs) price level, but also kind of watered down. This is not watered down at all. Mm -mm, Even though it's only 92 proof, this is full of uh, just really sweet. That bourbon-y, you know, taste that you want. This has, I mean, if I were to say anything thus far, this has everything you want in a bourbon. Especially if you like a little sweeter bourbon. Yeah. If, this has got it all. If you like it sweeter, I think it's definitely, you're on the right track there for sure, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it's delicious. I love it. So far, it. I love it, yeah. and so
1: far, I am already developing a rating for this one that's probably going to surprise
0: people. <laughs> well, you just let your secondary scale slip there, so.
1: Yeah, I did. I literally did, yeah. Um so other notes um i'm getting a little bit of that honey but i'm just getting that really good meld of of like honey uh vanilla caramel and a little bit of sweet almost like i was saying like almost like a raspberry you know when you you drink a raspberry lemonade and the sweetness of the raspberry kind of lifts up the lemonade i'm not saying this is lemonadey but it has that, like...
0: I'm with you, but I'm thinking more like a berry-like. raspberry
1: iced tea kind of a thing. Like the raspberry. Yeah, I could, that's, that's, that's a much more. better way to put it, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I dro- I uh, did a couple drops, and vanilla mm-hmm. really is just showing up with the drops of water. So that's what I'm getting. Nice.
1: Yeah. I just dropped a few drops. I'm going to swish it around the glass.
0: Yeah, I'm getting straight vanilla. It's. I mean, not straight vanilla, but just...
1: If that's what just on the nose. Yeah. It came out on the nose for sure. I agree. Um It's a little more like I'm getting a little more of the alcohol, like vapors, maybe not smell or, or but I like felt it on my nose much more with a little water.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That raspberry on the palate. Ooh. It just it. lingers in there. Yeah, definitely a little bit more alcohol vapor on it, but there's some Mm -hmm. raspberry with the water for sure. So the nose was super vanilla that, like, on the palate, it's very raspberry for me. So
1: I'm telling you, man, this is great. $45 bottle. I'm going to get this the next time I see it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's hard to find outside of Virginia. So so do you remember um,
0: mid to late 90s, Lipton iced tea had their brisk iced tea. Like you know, yeah! Yeah, it's brisk, brisk baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this like, I'm. Get, that's what I'm getting. Just like that raspberry fountain, Ooh. fountain brisk, fountain soda, brisk iced tea with raspberry. Man, that's what I'm getting off. It, it. totally works too. Yeah,
1: yeah it's with, definitely some of that. I think uh, I find it very interesting that they're taking, you know, like Mashville number 1 or Mashville number 2 and just redistilling it one more time. Well, so, what you'd expect from that is a triple distilled product similar to, you know, of course you're you're working with corn here and not barley like Irish whiskey, but you'll get this crisper product when you triple distill. And you're getting that here. This is crisp. It's appley crisp. Well, I'll say um uh, but okay. Go sorry. ahead. Go, you can finish, sorry. No, but the apples are hidden behind a raspberry here.
0: Okay. I, I mean I'm really not getting apples much at all, but it is definitely mm. bourbony, so there's definitely some apples there, but mm. I can see you saying that. Um, and surprisingly, I think
1: I like the water better than the neat right now too. Oh yeah? I might actually too. This oh man, I just got a really good hit of that brisk iced tea. Yeah um like after it was kind of like the lingering finish i like got hit by it so yeah i i'm intrigued to see what ice will do to this so i'm gonna take my last sip of this water pour but uh I already thank you so much caleb this yes, is yes i know this wasn't your most um expensive pour you were able to share with us but this one's kind of blowing my mind That's right good.
0: now well, i think it's a, this is a good i think hitting on some good notes are for you know for spring for summer it's a Definitely mm-hmm. a good warmer weather kind of, burn. but you know, honestly, even at that, like, you know, if I, if it was more, I wonder, I think it'd be interesting. Like, I wonder how much your mind in the season kind of plays with your palate, you know? Cause if I were to, I think if mm-hmm. I were to drink this in the winter, I'd be pulling a little bit more like dark fruit kind of stuff. You know, raspberry is kind of a darker, yeah. but I'm like, I'm getting more raisin or dates or something like that. But yeah, but anyway, Hey, um, Mara, right, just, Look, pointed to me, and apparently my nose might be changing because our little dog Opie just farted. So, no. Wait, what? Mars like pointing his butt, like he farted. So, um, but oh, that's funny. Yeah. So if I if I get a little bit of sulfur on this ice pour, that might be the problem. But I don't know. Should should be a little more professional. (laughs) Nose
1: on this one. (laughs) Interesting. So, uh, ooh, great nose.
0: Yeah. What are you getting?
1: Um. It's crisp, you know, it's, um, I'm still getting a hint of that raspberry. I guess that iced tea, even if it's not brisk iced tea, it's a little bit of iced tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not like iced tea, the actor, in case I'm wondering. <laughs> um, and, um, <laughs> could you imagine me like, yeah, this got iced tea all oh, over man. it. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, wait, which one in this case? And be like, oh no, 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 the actor. Yeah uppercase or lowercase um, st- still know. that um still that raspberry yeah but it's i mean the nose is probably the best nose in you my think opinion so, so okay. far i see I,
0: th- yeah. I think i liked water uh just the water a little bit better mm-hmm. on the nose wise but um for me it's a little fainter it's still good just faint you know kind of to be expected palette wise though i'm enjoying it a lot i think me too. I mean, for forty five dollars, if you wanted to, I'm like throw this in a little, like just throw it in some iced tea. Like that sounds perfect. Oh. You know what I mean? Like seriously. Not, I mean, it's a little bit fancy, like a little more expensive than I probably typically would mix with something, but
1: yeah, I mean that would go great. I like. Yeah, th- if I were still a tea drinker, if it were decaf, I'd drink it.
0: Have you not drinking, drinking, drunk, drinking? Drinking? Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. Have you not drank it any caffeine still?
1: Not since the accident. Not since. No, not since. uh, It's probably been a good uh, almost almost five months now since I've drank caffeine. That's awesome. Yeah. And and honestly, I owe so much of my mental health to it because I used to get anxiety like crazy and now it's like gone.
0: Good. Wow. That's awesome. Mm hmm. Sweet. Uh I will say I I think I mean the uh, ice I like the coolness of it. It's cooled it down a little bit more. And it's I don't know. Iced is good too. I, I think all three pores are really good on this.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think your favorite I agree? What do you think your favorite pour is? Uh in terms of the palate, it's gonna be it's gonna be water. Um Barely. Just over neat. Um, the ice pour is good. It's very good. There's no bitterness. There's there's a lot going on. But just watered down enough uh, is the only thing. Like, I wish it were a little more potent, which makes sense. You know, ice dilutes quite a bit. Excuse me. Um, but the nose goes to, yeah, the ice pour. <laughs> and then the finish goes to the uh, water pour because you really bring out that like yeah. iced tea, like, like raspberry iced tea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's, this is an exceptional one in the sense that no matter how, like all three pours, all were really good. I think it's typical where you're like, mm-hmm. this is like it's easier to pick out a favorite or, you know, you, you know, but this one I'm like, all of them are really good. I think definitely I like the water to the, Best overall, mm-hmm. um, but each one Which had, is really impressive. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen. So I think nose wise, like it just very like what are you, whatever you're looking for. The neat, it was super potent and strong and just mm-hmm. up in your face. Uh, water nice. It changed it to where, but it was still super pleasant. And uh, palate wise, all of them were good. No bitterness across the board. Um, really good. St- I mean, this is an exceptional one. This is really good.
1: Yeah. Do you yeah, a, I agree? Do you have an idea of on your rating here? Yeah. I do. Um my secondary rating, I'm going to give it a love it. Straight up love it. Yeah. Uh and for those of you who are wondering, I haven't given this rating uh scale in a while. So um my rating system is never drink again. Meh, like it, love it, exceptional. Or, and then the top 10 I've ever had. And honestly, I would put this right between Love It and Exceptional. Okay. Um, I am really impressed with this one. Like if you told me this was, you know, an antique collection bottle, mm-hmm. um, I, would think, I would think it's, like don't get me wrong, it's not an antique collection bottle caliber, but I would think it was still really good. Just keeping that in mind, and I have to consider this is a forty-five dollar bottle that's somewhat easy to find in certain markets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say this really blew me out of the park. Um, so I would give it a nine flat. Nice. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think I came up with a new rating today. Um Ooh. This is getting my hello. So that's a little sign, <laughs> second Seinfeld now there. But it's like it's like you know. Does it surprise me that it's good? No, because I from what I I've, I've had, haven't had a lot of um Isaac Bowman stuff, but the, the stuff I've had has always been good. So I'm not surprised yeah. that it's good It's not a huh oh, blah oh, 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 what? It's just like, oh yeah, yeah. Hello. Like, you know, I think even, you know, proof in the pudding kind of thing, cool. Got a little down at the beginning of the podcast. Once we started pouring this, it was just like, "Hey, smiles all around. Life yeah. is good." You know, I think that's a, that's a, that's a good way to put this bourbon. You is,
1: forget your troubles. You forget your troubles.
0: Yeah, and it's good. It's just like, "Hello, hey, come on, like just sit down, have a drink," and like by the end of that dr- this drink, you're you're happy. And you're like, "Yeah," you know. And the next person walks in, and you, what do you say to him, Cole?
1: hello Hello.
0: yeah you're yeah so you're good to go there so anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna give it um i'm a little lower than you i think which is kind of surprising me but i'm gonna give it an 8.8 i like it nice yeah so i gotcha it's a good one
1: yeah No. this has been uh, uh and you know it's funny i remember the first time i ever had this uh isaac bowman and i was like holy crap that's really good and we used to sell it at the whiskey bar for like I wanna say like eight or nine bucks a pour, <clears throat> which was on the cheaper side. Uh the minimum pour was seven fifty at that bar for a whiskey, which was like Jack nice. Daniels. Yeah. Um so like the fact that it was like eight or nine bucks means like it was on the lower end of price. But I was like, holy cow, this is good. Yeah. So port cast finished bourbons. There's a few out there, you can get one. Uh one we've actually had on the podcast was um Breckenridge. Uh, It was probably our first 20 episodes. So take a listen to that if you want another instance of um, a portcast finished bourbon. Uh, But let's move on to our next segment of the show. A segment we like to call Whiskey World News. (laughs)
0: This is a part of the show where we like to read an article. We don't in any way, shape, or form want to take any sort of uh, intellectual, proprietary ownership over this. Um, this week, uh, we're going to read an article that comes from Time Magazine. and cool, You didn't say who suggested this. You just said a listener suggested we yeah. read this Yeah. Do, do
1: you know who, uh, who suggested so this? So this is a John Montero joint. He didn't write this, but he suggested this. <laughs> He's the suggester. So thanks, John. Of
0: this article. Uh, Anyway, this comes from uh, time.com. It's called, This Pennsylvania distillery owner has converted his production line to make hand sanitizer for charity. Uh, And it's written by Michael Rubicam and Lisa Rathke. Um, Anyway. Nice. So, New Tripoli, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania distillery owner who grew increasingly angry as he saw the skyrocketing price of hand sanitizer has decided to do something about it. He temporarily converted his operation into a production line for the suddenly hard-to-find, gooey, alcohol-based disinfectant. 8 Oaks Farm Distillery filled its first 20 bottles on Monday, a batch destined for charitable groups that need hand sanitizer but haven't been able to get it due to the coronavirus pandemic. The family-owned distillery plans to dramatically boost production this week and distribute the bottles to charities as well as offer them at farmer's markets where it sells its spirits and through its website. The price? Whatever people decide to donate. We are in a national emergency, said founder Chad Butters. What's the right thing to do? The right thing to do is support this community by providing something that is in desperate need. We'll flood the valley with hand sanitizer and drive its price right down. Other distilleries are also putting their spirits to work to help fill the shortage of hand sanitizers. Green Mountain Distillers in Morrisville, Vermont, is giving away a hand sanitizing solution. And Durham Distillery in Durham, North Carolina, is donating one to hospitals hospitality colleagues using high-proof alcohol and other ingredients. Patrons must bring their own containers. We want to do something that would be as positive as possible, said Harold, the owner of Green Mountain Distillers. Um, so I'll go ahead and stop there, but I don't know, Cole, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I think that's a pretty straightforward article, and, and I can't imagine you have anything other than positive things to say about it, but well, what are you, what are your thoughts when you hear that?
1: I got really sad again. <laughs> oh, Cole, do you have? I uh, hate this do you have virus any Bowman thing. Bowman left in your glass? I got a half little sample
0: bottle. Oh, we'll finish your sample, Cole. Get happy again. Okay. Get back. Get back to your hello.
1: Yeah. So as I pour, um, I yeah, I mean, good for these guys. I, like, I think one of the things that I've noticed about this time is there are certain people that are focusing on others and there are certain mm-hmm. people that are focusing on themselves and the people that focus on others, um, within healthy reason always impress me, you yeah. know, like, like you got to take care of yourself in a way, but like if you're considering how you can help others be safe and be, you know, more, um, uh I guess just the word safe against these kind of things is like good on you. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. What do you think? I'm curious.
0: Um, similar, you know, I think it's one of those things where, um, <clears throat> you know, you can have a situation where it brings out the best in you or brings out the worst or just complacency, you know what I mean? And I think this is cool yeah. to see, you know, I think I, uh, read an article where, uh, fly line is that the new one in Spokane dry fly dry fly. It was oh, a yeah, similar yeah. thing where they converted um, some of their production towards hand sanitizers and stuff like that. And, nice. you know, I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, this is, I think it's awesome. I think right now sucks. And I, I think we all want things to get back to normal as soon as possible, but yeah. I think it's one of those defining moments. You know what I mean? Where, mm-hmm. um you know, even just, I can't remember what book I was reading. I think honestly it was in a bottle of rum um but they just talked about how war or famine really drive cultural tastes and i think this is one of those yeah. things where it's like you know we're going to see some cultural shifts and i think once we get to where we're in the hindsight of it and it'll be it'll be interesting to see where things go you know and i think companies like this where it's like you made uh impact on your community that's going to like i mean people are going to remember that you know if and I, I know uh, one of my wife's, uh, she's a nurse practitioner, one of her friends um, has this company called Table Rock Medicine and they do like in-home visits. But they were even having a hard mm-hmm. time finding find, um, masks and hand sanitizer and people are having to donate them. But, you know, it's like one of the things where it's like if a company is – a distillery is doing this and they're making hand sanitizer, like, you know what, like, hey – I'll I'll patronize you. You know, like your whiskey sucks right now. Cool, whatever. It's still a whiskey. I'll (laughs) drink it, kind of a thing. And yeah, you know, hopefully that's a good point. Yeah, hopefully it it, you know in the long run it helps everybody out. So it's good to see. And I think it's go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you
1: you got it. No, I think it's it it brings the people together these times. You know,
0: absolutely. And I think yeah, that's good. And I think right now is one of those times where like you know we're social distancing, but it's anything that can you know you can point to and say hey it's a good thing it's a positive impact and like that's that's what it's about you know um yeah yeah so little ways little things that we can all do
1: tiny changes yeah cool yeah. don't and, get sad no it's <laughs> fine you can hear just my voice and i'm like i don't want to wear my you know heart on my sleeves yeah Or sleeve well, Cole, can I... But it's good. Everything's good. Everything's great. This, the world is great.
0: Can I tell you something that's going to make you happy? Uh-huh. I'm going to transition to our third favorite segment here. Ooh. What whiskey would you choose? Cole, this should make you happy. So last week we talked about, it was uh, Monday, the episode came out. We said, St. Patrick's Day, what are you drinking? Um, I said I was going to drink tealing because that's something I can, I'll buy and don't mind sharing and I'll have friends. <laughs> you said uh, red breasts. Uh, 12 cast strength. And that's right. I kind of, with everything going on, like, my I was talking to my sister, and she, I'm like, my sister even voted for Red Breast. And she's like, well, people don't want to be <laughs> any of their friends right now. Like, it's a, it's a weird St. Patrick's. I'm like, ah, balls. I should have thought of that. Um, So 13, what is it? 13 to 79%. No, 13 would be uh, 86, 80, 87? 87, whatever. 87% <laughs> to 13%. The only vote I got was from myself. So Cole, You uh, killed it. Hopefully you're feeling better about yourself. Like, yeah, was uh, a so red breast one the which whiskey, what whiskey would you choose? Um, last week, this week we got an, uh, another one and to bring up Caleb Olson again, he, he, um, suggested this one. Maybe I shouldn't say, it cause Cole's going to get sad again, but it's, it's the
1: world we <laughs> live in. No, this is a cool one.
0: Yeah. So, um, there's talk about some stimulus checks coming out and things like that here in the States. um, where people might get up to a thousand dollars of a stimulus check just yeah. for the economy kind of for having to, you know, get things prepared to kind of stay shelter in place kind of a thing. So a thousand dollars, and let's just assume you're good to go. Spouse isn't like, hey, we gotta spend this thousand dollars to pay off the credit card bill, kind of thing, right? So you got a thousand dollars. What whiskey are you gonna choose? What and you can spend it all on whiskey, what whiskey are you gonna choose, Cole?
1: I love this question because I'm a firm believer in stimulus checks um, being spent on things that will stimulate the economy, and I believe in a way that, um, I you know, I don't want to, you know, like luckily we don't have any credit card debt at the moment, and, um, and like there is student loan debt that we have, but... Um, but I don't, I don't like fully believe that like stimulus checks should go to that kind of thing. Like in a way, I get it. Like especially if you don't have the income that you used to have, that's where it should really go. But in a way, I just want to like get things going and like really lift up some sort of um, business. Um, the hard thing is, is that the bottle that I have in mind would have to be on secondary uh, market prices. But I don't know what Amaranth, the uh, Colonel e. H. Taylor Amaranth, is running for on the secondary. But I might put some of that money towards a bottle of uh, Colonel e. H. Taylor Amaranth okay. Grain of the Gods, cool? Because oh, go there's no shame to that, you know. There's no. I mean, that's not even. I doubt it's even close to a thousand. It's probably about five hundred, three to three to six at the most. Um, and I wouldn't even. I would feel pretty good about that one. Okay, Cole, I'm glad you said the word shame. There's no shame about it because mine has a lot of shame to it.
0: Uh-huh. All right, so I got a thousand bucks. Yeah, I am gonna throw down, and I'm buying 28 bottles of Jack Daniels to your no, one you're bottle. Not. I am. That's where I'm gonna go.
1: No, you're not.
0: I'm going to Cole. Because Why? Because Cole, I don't know. You're buying like a really awesome, nice bottle. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to win this. Whis- what whiskey would you choose? <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to. But I'm like, hey, we'll we'll kind of get a litmus test here. Um, quality
1: over. What if you got like a four bottles of Yamazaki's eighteen? Cole, I am going all out for quantity here. <laughs> okay, actually, no, I'm not going all. Out.
0: I'm I'm like middle of middle of the road here on quantity because I could go a lot more quantity than what I'm getting. So I'm going to go 28 bottles of Jack Daniels. That's what I'm doing.
1: No, you got to pick something serious.
0: Cole, I don't have to do that, man. You were serious enough today. You were like, you're, you're down in the dumps. You know what? Like screw your dumps. I'm going on a 28 (laughs) bottle bender here, buddy. You know,
1: that's silly. (laughs) (laughs) That is silly. So
0: anyway, listeners, are you a connoisseur that says, yeah, I'd like some amaranth? Or are you a cheapskate, easy drunk like me? Wait, so you're just going to
1: drink? You'd get so tired of it.
0: You could make friends like, hey, here, take. it could be like, <laughs> you know, anytime you have a friend over, like, hey, take a bottle of... <laughs> take a bottle of yeah, Jack Daniels. Take one home. home with
1: you. We love you. <laughs> you, know, you I'm kid, really into whiskey. Here's you, a Jack Daniels. Your
0: kid's got a birthday party. You hand it out as, uh, you know, party favors. Whatever. <laughs> it works.
1: Party favors.
0: See. Hey, would, wouldn't you be kind of excited, though, to have 28 bottles of Jack Daniels on your shelf? I wouldn't get Jack, though. I'd get, like, Buffalo Trace or something. Yeah, but we do, We fanboy out enough over bus, Buffalo Trace, so. What about Abraham Bow or Isaac Bowman? cool i i i am i planted my flag all right yes is this ridiculous okay i'll allow this should i go another direction absolutely did i go this direction i did and i'm not looking back
1: okay good for you good for you
0: you know and and cole one day i hope you are okay with this
1: (laughs) i'm not ready to close up you're not ready okay what do you want to talk about cole I don't know. Oh, man. My depression. <laughs> no,
0: no, you're not depressed. Hey, so this I week, listeners, dying. I know, it's it's weird. Things are crazy right now. Um, please, you know, join us. Join us. Uh, you know, if Cole's here, we're definitely going to try to do some do some Instagram live things, stuff, stuff like that. If Cole's not here, we'll do some stuff. Um, join us for a tip, little or a tot, and we'd love to... We'd love to see you guys. You know, we'll be on during lunchtime. Have a drinking lunch with us. Have a nightcap with us. Just join us. You know, let us know what's going on.
1: What are, what are we drinking? Uh, given that either I get there or um or I don't. So if we get there, shall we drink that, Mister Sam?
0: If you're here, we're drinking Mister Sam. Yeah, for sure. And then okay. and that other one. What was the other one? It's uh, the EHT are currently H Taylor Barrel Proof. Yeah, we'll. We'll do one of those too. Probably Mister Sam. I really want to do the Mister Sam, but
1: yeah, no, that one's calling my name the most. Um, and then if I go, I'll be able to courier with me <laughs> the um, a lot of samples that have been shared with us. Uh, three or four from Bryce Morita, um, a few from one from my good friend uh, James um, Cuddy. Um, yeah, I have a ton um, yeah. that I either am going to find a courier for or I'm going to be the courier for. Yeah. Um, so, one tr- so one
0: tricky thing too, Cole, though, um, uh-huh. we might have to kind of switch our format a little bit here because um, what, just the way couriers are running right now, everything's kind of bogged down or weird. I don't know if stuff's going to get there, here, there, or whatever's going on. So we might have to change the format of the show a little bit and just kind of we'll go through what we have to share. And then after that, you know, maybe look get a little creative with it, but yeah so we'll we'll let you guys know we'll we'll throw a post up we'll let you guys know what we're doing next week um for sure
1: wait what if okay, okay, maybe we should make this a part of uh what whiskey would you choose this week? What if we started posting on Monday or Tuesday some of the options for the week to come okay I like that. and we like put out like three and then people vote on it. What do you think of that
0: okay well um, three is tricky because as far as I know, my Instagram skills, Cole, two is the, uh, the most. Oh, okay. So we'll so do two, two it is. but we'll see what we can do. Maybe yeah. more. Starting soon. Soonish.
1: Yeah. Soonish. Yeah.
0: But don't, don't hold us to it because just
1: don't hold us to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'll see if I can do that. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll be my contribution to social media. Maybe
0: that'll, maybe that'll keep you. From getting down in the dumps this week. That's your new hobby. Figuring out Instagram. Blowing my
1: brains out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, since Cole said blowing his brains out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like uh, stuff you should know. Or he's like, since since Chuck said blowing his brains out, now it's time for listener mail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have zero listener mail. So, we... Could. Yeah. Hit us up at chill filtered, uh, at or no, no, chill filtered podcast at com and we will read your appropriately written note on the podcast. Mm hmm. Yeah. Should it be appropriate? It doesn't have to. We still, I, we don't swear, but there's
0: the explicit symbol shows up every week. So, yeah, you sure. could be inappropriate. Got to watch you out.
1: We're drinking stuff. <laughs> So anyway, I guess I'll close it out there. All right, guys. We hope that the coronavirus isn't uh, taking you down in the dumps like me. We hope that you're enjoying some good whiskey and hunkering down and and having family nearby. Uh, we hope that uh, yeah, you're just staying safe and uh, you know inspiring others as well. So, but most of all, we hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs>